the Podfix Network. And I can only think of one, um, and I forget what his name is, but he's... So you actually can't think of one. I can, it's, it's Howard on... Uh, on <laughs> uh, what is the name of that show? By the way, this is you specifically not thinking of one. Hello, listeners. You're listening to This Week Today, a comedy podcast that takes a brief look at this week in history, news, entertainment, and more. Welcome to the show. I'm Tove. I'm joined by my regular co-host, Lord Saunders. How are you, sir? What's going on, brother? How you doing? Um, I'm pretty good. I came to a realization that I've started going out of the house. I've started leaving the house more. And... There is one drawback because now I'm I'm having to do more laundry. Yeah. Yeah. That's that is a drawback. You know, you can't just go from like nighttime pajamas to your daytime pajamas and back again. You have to actually like wash clothes. Right. It, that's exactly right. So I'm showering regularly, which I'm not that fond of, and I'm piling up laundry and I'm interacting with other people, and as you know, that is a short list of things that I don't care to do often. Well, I think that if I'm not mistaken, you're a bar soap kind of guy. I think you'd enjoy your showers more if you use a little liquid soap to get you in and out faster. Also, though, uh, checking in on your back. How's your back doing, buddy? Not good. My back is the same. Okay. I'll volley this back to you and say, how's your home reno coming? Oh, man, that was a that's almost like an unfair return because uh, behind schedule and we don't seem to be a priority at the moment. So I'm I'm beyond frustrated at the moment. Well, you sent me a picture where you had made a large, a large forward step. We, yep, yeah, we made one large forward step, followed by ten days of needed rest. <laughs> They're like, woof, hmm, yeah, too much progress. They're like, this, this progress needs seven to ten days for sure. We got screwed by the city for no reason, like legitimately no reason, and then we we lost our priority status. <laughs> And that's something you're accustomed to having is priority status. I don't know what it's like to not have priority. So <laughs> I'm so frustrated. It's ridiculous. I understand. Well, you know, what was not frustrating. And that's mm. having Kurt Griffin from Podcast Discovery Show as our guest last week. Yeah, what a nice guy, man. A nice guy. Yeah. Kirk was great. We really appreciate him coming on the show. We just, I just really enjoyed him. That was great. Yeah. Yeah. I liked it. It was very, very fun. And he issued the line that became the title of the episode. That's right. Hold on to your butts and or hold your butts. I believe it was hold your butts. Yeah. Yeah. Which I confused for the the famous line in Jurassic Park, which is hold on to your butts. (laughs) His was an adaptation to film to life. But yeah, Yeah. no, super funny, super cool. Like really enjoyed having him on the show. Yeah, same. And I have some additional good news, Adam. Okay. So... Longtime friend of the show, Paul Chomo, the co-host of the award-winning Varmints podcast, he reached out to us, you know, because we've said before on the show, we're delivering our content in more ways than any other podcast in existence. Right. At the speed of light, too. Yeah, quickly. Quickly and and in versatile ways. And so he said, hey, can the show be delivered via traditional Swiss yodelers? Of course. Well... The answer is yes, but there are some conditions. Oh, okay. Well, let's hear these. Yeah, you can consume it via traditional Swiss yodelers, but only while you're skiing in the Alps or sitting in a cabin 
drinking hot cocoa in front of a warm fire made from real firewood chopped by a burly guy named Jan. Jan or Johan? No, Jan. Okay. Oh, Jan. Okay. Spelled Jan. J-A-N. Yeah, Jan. Yeah, yeah, Jan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So good news, Paul. You can have the show delivered via traditional Swiss yodelers, but only under those conditions. I'm about that, dude. Those might seem like really stringent conditions, but it is, it's about to be ski season, so book your travel, head over to Switzerland, head down the Alps, and consume our show. Yeah, well, dude, there's, there's many things that are seasonal, you know, and, and regional. So That's right. That, neither of those two things are unacceptable to me. Well, it's like the McRib from McDonald's. If it was around all year, you wouldn't appreciate it. That's right. These are gifts given that we must accept and enjoy. Okay, well, let's get started and take a look at the calendar special day so everyone knows what to celebrate this week. Sweet. All right, so today you had the opportunity to celebrate National Tuxedo Day. Did you? No. No, I, I, I don't care. to. I, I barely put on pants from day to day. Okay. Well, I did, but I celebrated National Tuxedo with Butt Flap Day <laughs> so that I wouldn't have to take off my fancy tuxedo when I went to the bathroom. God, that's so smart. Yeah, thanks. That's debonair and utilitarian all in one. You know, there's not enough butt flaps in the materials today. It's weird. Well, I mean, as long as I've known you, you know, I've I've been saying that. Uh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. You've, four years running. You've been <laughs> that's right. a real huge proponent and advocate for butt flaps. Yeah, always. Well, I think it. that's actually a, a brilliant segue into tomorrow which is, it's it's kick butt day. Now, this is two things. Number one, I think that now that we have the butt flaps established from today, this kick butt is facilitated. So that's number one. And then number two, I think we ought to make it national kick pork butt day. Mm. Right? So sure. you can have some shredded pork while you're getting your butt kicked. <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect. I, in fact, now that I'm a Texan in God's country, I smoked my first pork butt the other day on the smoker. It was glorious, friend. So I'm all set for this day, 100%. Are we kicking butt or getting our butts kicked? Because I, I would prefer to be on the delivery end of that. Yes. I think that, unfortunately, though, this day is is, is both. You, you don't get one without the other. Okay. So, so you're kicking some butt while you're also getting your butt kicked. But each side is benefit while eating pork butt. So okay, all right. So it's a win. It's it's like a win lose. On on both sides, it's a zero sum game of gut of butt kicking. It's a war of attrition. Absolutely, <laughs> I understand. All right. Well, <laughs> Tuesday is National Suit Up Day, also known as Barney Stinson Day. Oh, nice. Let's put on the suit, Mister Mosby, and suit up. Patch up. Marshal Erickson, suit up! Snow suit up! Ted Mosby, suit up! Hey, if my bet's gonna suit up, it's gonna do it right. Look at you, not even suited up. Now, ladies, slut up! Man, flight suit up! I'm birthday suiting up. Law suit up! And suit up! Yes, Ted, suit up! I wear suits and I'm awesome. So there you go. Celebrate National <laughs> Suit Up, a.k.a. Barney Stinson Day on Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, that's a show I like to like make more jokes about from like funny bits and actually watch the show. But I, I just love, you know, you know, it's Neil Patrick Harris, right? I love him. Yes, it is. Well, in my opinion, Barney Stinson is one of the greatest sitcom characters of all time. 
Well, that leads us into Wednesday, which is National Famous Guys Who Are Turtlenecks Day. And I can only think of one, um, and I forget what his name is, but he's... So you actually can't think of one. I can, it's, it's Howard on uh, on WKRP. <laughs> yeah, what the... <laughs> uh, what is the name of that show? Uh, th- uh, not Third Rock. That's an old, old reference. Um, Big Bang Theory. By the way, this is you specifically not thinking of one. <laughs> it's bit, I can see his face. He wears turtlenecks, which are actually the fake turtlenecks. I forgot what you call them. His name is Howard. He's on uh, Big Bang Theory, which uh, it turns out to, is to be a show that most people hate now for some reason. I hate it. Yeah. Like I said, most people. <laughs> All right. Well, well done. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to counter with oh, Steve, Steve Jobs. Jobs. Oh, Steve Jobs. Yeah. 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 I, I, yeah. Ah, first. No, no, we you, both your, yours is the guy you can't think of. Mine is Steve Jobs. So sorry. No, but then I said, oh, but then Steve Jobs. And then you said, and Steve Jobs. Yeah, okay. All right. At the buzzer. Okay. Well, on Thursday <laughs> is National Sports Day. Oh, that's your day, buddy. It is my day. Yep. And if you're looking for the silver lining in COVID, we had all the sports at the same time. It was, it was you know, the, within the last few weeks, it's all the sports you could possibly handle. Golf, football, college football. Hockey, basketball, it was all happening. And I was in pure heaven. Yeah, and dude, and Florida turns out was doing all right in all of our sports. And now I would say that I am a sports fan. I love sports. I love them. I'm extremely competitive. But I would say that you're like in the upper echelon of sports love and, and you know, appreciation, knowledge, fandom. You know, I love it. And, and you're just a guy who really embraces the sports. Uh, so I like that. Yeah, I'm borderline sports obsessed. Yeah, I, I wish I had time to be sports obsessed. Well, for listeners of this show, just know that we were going to, if not for COVID, we were going to launch a new sports podcast, and we're still going to do that. It's probably going to be next year sometime, but uh, coming soon sometime is a sports podcast done by us. It's going to be awesome because we're awesome. For those that listen to uh, Gravity Beard, it's also going to feature Greg. So if you were fans of Greg and his nonsense, then he'll be part of it as well. Well, I'm not a fan of Greg, but I think it's going to be great. <laughs> well, very few people are, but he's going to do it anyways. <laughs> so if I could, I would take on Friday, I would take National Time Travel Day and time travel back before I said that comment. So I don't have anything to regret. So because I do like Greg, um, but I'm going to obviously make this a National TARDIS Day because you can do travel in uh, time and relative dimension in space. So Ooh. I can move in space and time, not just time. Wow, you are fancy. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, let's wrap up our week of excellent celebrations on Saturday with National Do-Over Day. Adam, do you have anything you'd like to do over? I bet my wife would like to do over having to marry me, that's for sure. (laughs) Oh, pow! (laughs) (laughs) Zing, zap! All right, well, I think this is a great time to turn our attention to This Week in History. Let's do it. I'm all about it, man. I love history. I'll get things started. This week in 1775... The Continental Congress authorizes the first naval force. You know, I find that really interesting, and I'll be quick, but like when you like, okay, I'm going to create a whole branch of the military. Uh-huh. Like, here it goes. Now go. You are authorized. You are now the official, you know, armed forces of this, of the water for the United States. Right? It's crazy, man. Yeah, it feels like a lot of pressure. <laughs> you think that's, the, that's the, the lead story is how much pressure they were under? Hey, you don't know, you know, you do not know, bro. <laughs> what if he went home and I was like, crap, now I got to create like a whole like thing. I don't know. 
That's your takeaway <laughs> is the amount of pressure they were under. It's a lot of pressure. How can you not take this seriously? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Well, as you contemplate that, let's look at 1892. 1892, The Adventures of Sherlock Holmes is published. And I personally think that is one of the most brilliant pieces of literature ever. Yeah, I, I do mean, too. it's smart. It's amazing literature. And a few, like, what, 50 years or 30 years later, um, a fun version of life is the Walt Disney World Company is founded. That would soon be bringing joy to millions and billions of people across the world. And I am a sucker for Disney. I love it. Um, they, I think, make a lot of really evil decisions, and I still end up loving them somehow. So boo on me, but I love Disney. So go Disney. I love Disney. Yeah, I went to Disney World for the first time just before COVID. Right. Eight days of fun. It was so fun. All right. Well, this week in 1958, Chevrolet introduces the El Camino. Do you have any opinions of that automobile? So I've always been fascinated by it. And I've always wondered why they haven't rebooted it. I thought that for sure would get rebooted. The car truck. The car truck. Yeah. And then this week in 1967, the American Basketball Association debuts. Now, not to be confused with the NBA, this is the ABA. And of course, later the two leagues merged. And, uh, you know, like, for example, the San Antonio Spurs came out of the ABA and lots of other uh, great teams. So kind of a big deal. I didn't know that the Spurs were in the ABA. That's pretty cool. Yes, they were. Nice. Well, just one year later, in 1968, Apollo 7, the first manned Apollo mission, is launched. And you know that the next year they would launch the Apollo 13 rocket. And then this week in 1987, baby Jessica was rescued from a well as the whole world watches. I don't remember that at all, but it sounds like a really worldwide story. Cool. It was. It was covered on all the worldwide news channels 24-7 until she was rescued. And actually, she still lives uh, in, what was it, Midland? Midland, Texas, I think. She still lives there. Really? Yeah. Huh. Mm-hmm. Wow. In fact, Adam, if you remember, on episode 100 that we did with John and Greg, we did a Where is Where Are They Now of Baby Jessica, and, and John guessed it. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So if you want to know what baby Jessica's doing now, then go back and listen to episode 100 of Gravity Beard. Yeah. I mean, it's worth listening to. That was a a great episode, actually. A lot of fun. That was a great episode. Yeah. Also featured Greg, which I disparaged earlier in the show. Okay. So moving down the list, in 12 years later, in 1999, the grand jury was dismissed in the JonBenet Ramsey murder case. Now... I, if you had asked me when that was, I would have said like early 90s, late 80s. I didn't realize it was so late in the 90s that, that Jean Bonnet happened. Yeah, I would have been way off. Yeah, I still, I need to go back and research that. I will make it my life's mission to find out what happened to poor Jean Bonnet. Really? Yeah. You're going to make it your life's mission. Why not? Huh. Starting right now? It's tomorrow after work. Okay, so starting tomorrow after work, you're going to dedicate your life to finding out what happened to John Benet Ramsey. Yeah. Yeah. I can't imagine her parents would have a problem with me doing that either. No, not at all. Okay, great. Well, then, boy, <laughs> listeners, I look forward to future future updates on Adam's progress finding out what happened to John Benet Ramsey. <laughs> we could call it the John Benet Ramsey Corner. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, listen, the, the, we'll get to this later in the show, but the clock is ticking on the at Asner Death Clock, so we're going to have to replace it with something. 
Oh, nice teaser, bro. Yeah, I think it's a great idea. Perfect. Great. All right, done. Done. <laughs> Breaking new ground. <laughs> Every single show, baby. Adam, how about the news? I love the news, and I love the jingle that goes with the news. So do them both. All right, Adam, we are actually going to follow through on a promise we made in a previous episode, and we're going to get to a story that we teased earlier. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Better be a good one. The headline was, Wedding Photographer Arrested for Sleeping with Guests and Public Intoxication. And that just feels like a regular wedding, though. Yeah, that's just called a wedding. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Every wedding in Miami, know ended that way. Wedding photographer Catherine Lee Mehta, age 26, was charged with a third-degree felony for obstruction or retaliation and a Class C misdemeanor for public intoxication. (laughs) Deputy Colby Scudder responded to the incident at about 9 p.m. at the Springs event venue in Weatherford. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, this story actually occurred not very far from where I live. Oh, perfect. Yep. He says, we arrived at the scene and made contact with Investigator Scurry and Deputy Galasso. Uh, Investigator Scurry and Deputy Galasso were working off-duty at a wedding at the venue when he was advised by the wedding party that a female subject further identified as the defendant. Adam, if you're ever described as the defendant, something has gone wrong in your life. Yep, yep. You have to ask yourself, how did I get here? Mm -hmm. So further defined as the defendant had been found having sexual intercourse with a male at the event. Okay, but that's not necessarily bad in and of itself, right? (laughs) All right, I'm just going to speak for myself. I don't want to be found having sexual intercourse at someone else's wedding. I don't want to be that person. I mean, did it say yet where they were found that I missed that? (laughs) I don't think it says. Like, did they burst into their hotel room like, oh, we found you? (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't think that's how it went down. (laughs) Officers reported that Meta's breath and person, ooh, breath and person, smelled of alcohol. And she was escorted out of the venue by officers and was told to leave the property. Afterward, officers made contact with her again after she was found. Again, you don't want to be found. If the verb found is associated with you in a news story, something's gone wrong. Right. So they get called to the scene. They kicked her out. They escorted her out. And then a very short time later, they find her urinating on a tree outside. Yeah, that's where it goes wrong. That's that's <laughs> part that goes wrong. But I feel like if I found you, like you're the wedding for like, hey, where are you? And like, oh, I found you having sex. Like, okay, fine. This is crap. But can you go back out there and finish like taking photos of my wedding? <laughs> right. you know, the job that I paid you for? Like, just get get out there. Like, what are you doing? So in your version of the story, it's in the middle of the ceremony. Instead of taking pictures, she's having sex with someone. Any part of the day, you know, that you're supposed to be taking pictures and you're not. The fact that it was like, I mean, just on like the wedding photographer, like that's not the problem. It's like when it happened, were you supposed to be taking pictures? Well, where were you? I mean, you had to plan a wedding and I did as well. And a lot of our listeners have had to go through that. It's it's really stressful. There's many, many decisions that have to be made. It takes months and months to put together just the perfect, you know, wedding day. And could you imagine going through that process? They probably talked to several photographers. They selected her. And then at the event, <laughs> she gets drunk and has sex with one of the guests. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's, I mean, it's not the most professional move, to be sure. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? It's it's kind of hard <laughs> to to maintain face after that, and super drunk, by the way. Yeah, that's the part that's also it's like, were you taking nips out of a like a flask in your in your purse, or you know, where, who were you pre gaming with, or did you just show up like hammered? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they also believe that she was under the influence of prescription medication. Uh, it's always something, man. Mm-hmm. It's, that's how you, you know you can't do both. <laughs> you can't do both. They noted that she was intoxicated to the point where she had lost all her mental and physical faculties. <laughs> okay, so then that makes sense why they didn't want her to go back out there and shoot our happy memories. I guess not. <laughs> what if it was like a super like uber conservative, like, you know, like fa- family sets? They're like, oh my God, no, <laughs> this marriage is cursed. <laughs> she lost all of her mental and physical faculties. Good Lord. That is extreme. Yeah, that's pretty hammered. Yeah. Yeah. After her arrest, while being transported to Parker County Jail, she began using expletives and threatening officers and their families. <laughs> yep. And that's, there's no returning from that. You know, you can call it a bad day or be a bad choice until you do that. And now you're just, you're going to jail. So I, I do appreciate the fact that throughout this entire incident, she just kept making it worse and worse and worse. Yes. Yes. If nothing else, it, it keeps making for a better story. Mm-hmm. And it concludes by saying she was released Sunday after posting $10,738 in bail, according to bond records. Okay, so that's not too bad. That's a very specific amount. <laughs> and it, that's true. It's like, like and 35 cents, you know, like... Right. <laughs> right. But I agree with you. Man, that's that's pretty minor for for the uh, the offenses she racked up. Yeah, all in a short time. I mean, public intoxication, public exposure, urination. drunkenness, yeah. urination. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not a not a good set of choices for back to back. All right, well, here we are at this point of the episode again, Adam, where we have to apologize to our listeners because we don't have time to get to our next story. Come on, man. Come on. But I will share the headline. Australian man arrested after penis and testicles were found in his freezer. Oh, man. You know, I don't want you to get to this one. Nope. <laughs> I do not want you to make any efforts to get to this story. That sounds incredibly painful. All right. Well, wow. We've never we've never said that before, but I I guess we'll make no effort whatsoever to to discuss this story in a future episode. Yeah, no. Not not doing that one. All right. Fair enough. Adam, why don't we take a quick break and hear from one of our new promotional partners? Let's do it. When we return, we'll wrap up today's show. And before that, birthdays. Right after this. Today's episode is brought to you by Cousin Mickey's Pizza Shirts. Hey! You ever been hungry in the middle of the day, but all you have is a dumb shirt? Mamma mia! Try Pizza Shirts. It's a shirt made out of pizza that's also a shirt. Knucklehead, eat it off your chest like you're some kind of monkey or something. I don't know, what do I look like? A monkey expert? (laughs) Salami. This ain't your mom's pizza. Cousin Mickey's Pizza Shirts. He got them off the back of a truck or something. There you go, Adam. Cousin Mickey's pizza shirts. (laughs) 
<laughs> now, if I heard correctly, those are shirts made of pizza. Yeah, I don't see how that's like what can go wrong. No, no, I, I love that. I, I definitely want a shirt made of pizza. Yeah, I don't think it can be like crispy thin crust or anything, but yeah, it sounds like, or like a, a deep dish Chicago pizza because that would be like a sweater or something, I guess. Right, like right. winter pizza shirts. That's exactly right. Welcome back to the show. For more information about Cousin Mickey's pizza shirts, uh, just Google boop it a beep it about, and you'll get all the information you could possibly need. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Adam, how about some birthdays? Dude, you know I love celebrating birthdays. Let's do it. I'll get things going. Today is the 28th birthday of Cardi B and the 59th birthday of Hall of Fame quarterback Steve Young. Well, we both love sports, so Steve Young, here's to you, buddy. And tomorrow is the 52nd birthday of Hugh Jackman and 50th birthday of Kirk Cameron, who was on our show a couple of weeks ago. So that was always a blast. Thanks for sh- for, for showing up on our show, Kirk Cameron. God's not dead himself. Yeah, thanks, Kirk. Yeah. On Tuesday, we got Jerry Rice, who turns 58, which is crazy to me. Sasha Baron Cohen, who turns 49 and is coming out with another movie, Borat 2, soon. Nancy Kerrigan turns 51, the robbed silver medalist <laughs> from the Olympics. Paul Simon turns 79, and Jerry Jones turns 78. Owner of the Dallas Cowboys, Jerry Jones. Of course. Didn't, it goes without saying, brother. And on Friday is the 43rd birthday of John Mayer, the 28th birthday of Major League Baseball player Bryce Harper, and the 95th birthday of Angela Lansbury. <laughs> In my notes, you have 950th birthday, and that <laughs> makes that even way more funny. <laughs> she is timeless. <laughs> and Methuselah's wife, Angela Lansbury. <laughs> wow, that's a niche joke, friend. <laughs> Of course, Methuselah was 969 years old when he died, so this is right. He married a younger woman. That's that's true. He he definitely went for the younger brand. <laughs> um, <Right. laughs> on Saturday, the great Eminem turns 48, which is mind-blowing, and Wyclef Jean turns 51. He's amazing. All right, how about some born this week, but now dead? <laughs> Thank you, Clay Groves. That's right. We just have one person who was born on this day and is now dead adam you're gonna like this one okay evil knievel died in 2007 at the age of 69 today he would have turned 82 nice evil knievel way to go out on top bro well you know hey man he did his job right he lived you know to 69 years old man you can't you can't argue that i don't see any reason to go one day further no, not even a little bit. Adam, of course, you know what that sounder means. How could I not, friend? It's a beloved segment on the show and one of my favorite bands. That's right. It is the theme song for the Ed Asner Death Clock update. But before I share the latest on Ed Asner... Do you have a Death Clock fun fact for us? Of course I do. Yes. Listen, every great band is managed by a great manager. Of course. And every good band that's destroyed is usually broken up by the manager, unless you're the Beatles. So, in this case, 
Um, you know, the band has a lot of trouble making just kind of like common everyday decisions. Uh, in addition to getting themselves in massive amounts of trouble. So they are assisted by their manager and lawyer, Charles Foster Oftensen, who uh, pr- basically frequently attempts to prevent the band from making um, major poor decisions. So, uh, yeah, he serves quite a role in the band's life. And uh, band manager, Charles Foster Oftensen. Very good. Thank you, Adam. My pleasure. And I have some good news. As far as I know, Ed Asner is still alive, and there are only 38 days until Tiff can no longer hold me personally responsible for his death. Dude, you are cruising. Mm-hmm. Home street, dude. Home stretch. This is your home street. You're, you're ready to go. You're bringing it home, baby. Bringing it home. There is virtually nothing in between me and the end of this entire journey. Hold the China, here comes the bull. <laughs> right. And Adam, that brings us to the end of another episode of This Week Today. Boo, cue the booze, boo. Well, let me finish up with some brief credits before we go. Come join us in our Facebook group. It's called the Gravity Beard Interns. Find us on Twitter by searching at This Week Pod. The number for the hotline, in case you'd like to call us, is 214-531-3936. We'd appreciate it if you would subscribe, rate, and review us wherever you listen to podcasts. This Week Today is a proud member of the Podfix Network. For more information, go to podfixnetwork.com or search at Podfix on Twitter. Thank you to our friend Phil Rude for our custom logo. For my good friend and co-host Lord Saunders, I'm your co-host Toph. You've been listening to This Week Today, which what your ears will want to be listening to. Y'all come back now, here. Yeah. This Week Today is a proud member of the Podfix Network. I will make it my life's mission to find out what happened to poor Jean Benet.